Hey, 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 people. This is another interview part of my interview series with amazing emerging artists. We've had all sorts. Check the back catalogue of them. We've had up to now 1111, Eyewitness, Vast Air, Steve Bonham, and The Long Road. And this one is with Wild, a Coventry band that I met earlier in 2020. I think they're definitely ones to watch. The interview is great. And the quote of the you is... With a fast food of rock and roll. But I can tell you now, they are miles more than that. Sit back, relax, go and follow them all the social medias. They're called Wild. This has been recorded by me for Dougie Stone Radio. Breaking down on a motorway is never fun at the best of times. Especially when it's cold, wet and windy. And you have your whole family with you going on holiday. Government advice is to leave your vehicle and keep away from the carriageway and hard shoulder. The Riglu High Visibility Shelter quickly inflates, creating a wind and waterproof environment for you and your loved ones as you wait assistance. That's your car ready, guys. Riglu, the breakdown cover that really covers you. Right, okay, people, we've, um, a part of my interview series, we've got another amazing interview today, well, it better be, with uh, an amazing emerging artist, artist band I've discovered early on in 2020 when I went to see Chasing Deer in Coventry and this band were on and I just thought, hmm, they're pretty damn good. So anyway, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, we're Wild, we're from Coventry. My name's Shane, I'm the singer. Yep. I play the guitar, my name's Reese and uh, I'm Sean. Yep. And I'm Sean, I, I am the drummer. Excellent. So I hit things. We do have a full uh, band member yeah. called Liam. Yeah. But um, he's not. He didn't come awake during the day, only at night. So he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. You get that with uh, rock and roll bands, don't you? You get that. Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised you all said yes at eleven a.m. And but the times that we're in the minute, there's not many concerts going on, so you're obviously not gigging, so you're not on the nighttime, daytime, um, complete yeah. mess up, are you? So. Yeah, it's brilliant. And like I said to you before we started, the, the, the whole ethos of the station is about promoting, finding great talent, emerging artists, and bring them out to people that won't, might not be aware of you. And it's one of these, what I really like about it, I was going to see another band called Chasing Deer. You were supporting them. Um, they're a band I've followed for years and promoted and really like them. And then, you know, you've got support bands on. So I thought, well, I'll go along, I'll go a bit early and see what's going on. And um I really, when you came, when you was on stage, all the bands that were on that night that I saw were, were, were pretty good and they deserved to be on that stage. But when you, you guys were on, I think you had a, um, a real stage presence. I really, I really enjoyed your performance. I thought it was really good. Cheers, man. Thank you. And, and, and you might, it's whether you take it the right way or not way. I know you're not trying to emulate people, but I looked at you and I thought you had the sort of stage presence as a, as a, a Mick Jagger type singer. For me, you and you did, and it and it really really got me. That did. You were brilliant. Yeah. So I don't know if you take that as an insult, as a compliment. That's entirely. I mean, so. that's going to be a compliment because you think about it. Um, you think of a great frontman. Mick Jagger's one of the first people that pop into your head. So I definitely take that as a compliment. Yeah, and that's genuine. That's a genuine feedback from me. That's a, as soon as I come away, I spoke to Brimo, who does the indie disco. I said, "You've got to get these guys on." This is what I thought of them, and. Uh, it's really good. So what we're going to do during this, we're going to play a couple of your tracks to um, let people understand what you're about. Hopefully they'll go away and want to find a bit more, a bit 
of a tease for them to go and find out what the band's all about. So, how did you how did you first come to be uh, Wild? Uh, I suppose we could date this back to 2012, where me and Reese were in school together in year nine. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Reese like each other to, to begin with. So, uh, but then we soon like un began to understand each other and understood we had the same music taste, and we both wanted to start a band. So that's yep. what we did. So from there, we went through multiple bass players, drummers, until we stumbled upon Sean and Leon. Yeah. So Sean was on the same uni course as Reese at Coventry, studying music technology. And Leon was cousins with one of my best friends. Um, so this sort of just went from there. I mean, we knew Leon from like nights out and whatever, like going to the pub. Yeah. Um, from there, I think it was March 2018, we all sort of got together. And from here, we've just continued to grow as a band, um, got closer as friends, importantly as well, and we could just see this going for the foreseeable future. Mm, wonderful. That's, that's a really, really good backstory. And and it's interesting that because I interviewed a band a few it's weeks fun, ago, man. and you when you when you said we didn't get on, that's exactly how the other band said they didn't like each other, and they've ended up being in a band. Yeah. And I think that's, that's I reckon that's I reckon that statement will come out quite a few times. I, re I really do. The more the more of these I do, the more that'll come through, and uh, it's great. And the thing is, Kirk, what it is, I think, because I read something somewhere where if someone's exactly the same or very similar to you, you either love them or you hate them. Mm. And I think that was with me and Reese. We uh, we were like the same person, yeah. And then we just had to sort of understand each other. And then obviously with Sean and Liam coming in, they were two great additions to the band. They're both chill guys to have in the band. Do you know what I mean? Easy going. Yeah. And obviously very talented musicians as well. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I I know we've only been talking for a few minutes, but I feel I've, yeah. I'm sure you did this track. Or you hey, can released... you hear me? I can't hear anything. Yeah, we can hear. I you. hear you. He's gone again. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back in a minute. I think his phone's got a hangover. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's, what we'll do while he's trying to sort his tech out, we'll play. I'm not sure if you played this on or it was afterwards because there's that much music goes on. Such a heavy low. Was that one you did on the night or did that get released after you did it? Did you do it on the night? We must have played that on the night, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we released that um, before that gig, but right. yeah, so we released it then. Yeah, so I, I think I heard this on the night. So, such a heavy load. It's five minutes, so we'll either play it all or we'll cut it short. But anyway, sit back and listen to this. It's brilliant.
great i love the way it st- i love the way it starts it's it's brilliant lots of drums lots going on there great air drumming yeah. track um <laughs> i like it and i like the vibe of it it's a great great track that i love it wonderful wonderful mm-hmm. so uh yeah, ho- hopefully we'll get reese back in a second so um yeah so what have you been doing since uh that well what was your plans before the obvious covid19 and uh did you have a lot of stuff planned for the for the year uh, so the plan was really was to record a few more tracks because we love to be in the studio creating music, making music, obviously rehearsing as well. Um, we rehearse every week, nor sometimes twice a week as well. Um, and, the, the, and the sort of um, plan was to just gig, keep gigging, yeah. because I think that's how we progress as a band and that's what we love to do. So we did have some plans to gig with Bedlam Bookings, which was the same promoter as Chasing Deer gig. Yeah. And that was supposed to be in London at a place called The Hope and Anchor. Right. So we were well looking for that, really excited um, to get down there, but obviously cancelled last minute due to COVID-19. Uh, mm. There was another gig in Coventry at the Empire that we were supposed to play as well, um, but uh, again, cancelled. So apart from that, during COVID-19 lockdown, we've been rehear- uh, sorry, practising our instruments, writing yeah. some new tunes, and we actually recorded a special new track yesterday. Oh, wonderful. Which... Uh, which I can say, I can say for the lads as well, it's probably our best track we've recorded yet. Wow. Easily. Well, we're looking forward to that. So please send us a link for that when it's out uh, and we'll give it a spin. And by the time this interview goes out on air, because I've got, I'm back, back in them all, that track will probably be out. So that'll be wonderful. So hopefully you can check that out. Definitely. 
Excellent. I'm, I like that that you've carried because it's all, a lot of people could just pack up and you know, oh sod it, something's going on in the world. Let's let's all yeah. stop. And I think mm -hmm. this is a time when people, it, people that carry on through whatever's going on in the lives or in the world is good, and you you just got to keep pushing forward. And that's great that you've you've continued uh, with your craft, and then you'll come back yeah, bigger and good. better and stronger, won't you? Wonderful. As a break, a break is always good. Do you know what I mean? And you can come back and you come up with new ideas and mm. it can either make or break with this lockdown. Yeah, definitely. And this is definitely good. Definitely. I had, I had about a week where I was like head in hands going, oh no, and I didn't know what to do and uh, lots of stuff gone on. Yeah. But I was like, and then it just flicked yeah, and went, right, let's do things differently. Let's do something else. Let's do something yeah. else. That's the thing. Sometimes we all need to lock ourselves away, man. Yeah, we, yeah, you do. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus went to a desert for forty days, mate. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. No friends, no mates, or nothing. No, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Sol sometimes solid solitude is um, is it's priceless. And time to think, it really it cuts away all the nonsense that's going on, and you can really yeah. fo focus on what your beliefs are, what you want to produce, what you want to, where you want to go. So, yeah, it's a good, it's a good point, that, mate. That's it. We, we, the stuff we've been doing, man, if you think some of our songs we got out now are good, you wait till you hear these new ones, man. I like that. These are, like, like out there, man, proper out there. I do like that. I'm looking forward to it. And, and definitely when you're playing on the uh, local in the Empire, I'll come and see you. First time I've been to that venue, uh, a chance. And you're right, and that's why you should, why bands should gig, because... Your music's out there, and it would have been out there. And if I hadn't gone on that night to watch another band, I wouldn't have seen you. Wouldn't have been aware of you. So it's just, yeah. it's just, you've, it's got to be done, hasn't it? It's difficult nowadays to be in the industry, but bands used to, bands used to tour on the back of the uh, album sales, didn't they? Now you actually, yeah. it's the other way around, isn't it? You, you don't, yeah. you, they don't tour to sell the album. You actually, you have to get out. You have to go to tour. That's where you make your money if you're going to make anything. Mm-hmm. So, how would you find? How would you find? Do you get a lot of? Have you got like, get an interaction with your fans? Who a lot of people follow you around? Have you got? You know, have you got a core of people that turn up at your gigs and you go, "Oh, there they are again." Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely, yeah. We call them our wild ones. Wild so ones. we've gigged all over the country: Kurt, Carventry, Birmingham, Leeds. Yeah. And the thing is, with Leeds, obviously being from the Midlands, it's about two hours away. Yeah. So what we do is we normally, um, normally hire out a minibus. You right. normally fit about maybe 16, 17 people on that minibus, and then people drive up in their cars as well. Nice. What we do is we get the ho they get the hotel box, we get um, everyone in the same hotel, and we normally play at a place called Verve Bar. Mm -hmm. So we played there a couple of times and um, sort of made that a little residency up in Leeds. Nice. Um, and that's like, always a big night out for us as well afterwards. So it's wicked to get up there. Uh, yeah, normally the same people following us everywhere. Wonderful, that's really great, and that just grow. And it's nice when though, you've got people that follow you when you're emerging. Isn't it? If you've got people following you when you're emerging, that is really that's really special, isn't it? Because anyone anyone can follow a massive band, football team, whatever it is, uh, when they're doing really well. And if if the fact that someone starts you from the follows you from the beginning, that's absolutely wonderful. I like that. Really exactly. Like that. Nobody wants saying, "Oh yeah, we like Wild before they were mainstream, before they were cool." Yeah, I saw them at the Empire in Coventry. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> that was great. No, it's right. You don't. You never know where things are going to take you and what you're going to do. And it, for me, do it because you love doing it. Do do this because you love doing it. And if you love it, then it's gonna it's gonna be great. Same as these interviews. I love doing these interviews, and uh, that's why I'm doing them. Otherwise, I won't bother. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't bother doing. But it's uh, interesting to get under the skin and get on to know you, what you what you're about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what about you? What's your story then, Sean? Have you got anything to add to that? So you was air drumming to the trap before. Yeah. No, I'm I'm quite a boring human being. To be honest. <laughs> uh, we all are, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I started playing drums when I was eight, and then um, weirdly That's enough, no, nah, gen- genuinely, when I was eight, eight years old. Um, I remember getting like a my auntie got me this little really small electronic. Yeah, it, it wasn't even like a, a drum set. It was literally just four pads. Mm. And I was just hitting away. I was like, "Yeah, go on then. I'll have a bit of that." Um, found a local drum tutor. He taught me for thirteen years. Um, yeah, and then but it's funny because recent uh, Shay went to uh, Cardinal Wiseman. I went to Caledon Castle, which was almost like the rival school oh, right. at the time. Met Reese at uni. And then, yeah, things have gone from there. Well, you probably saw me through that track doing, trying to do a bit of air drumming because I can't drum, but I've got loads of drumsticks and that. I, I <laughs> when I'm in the studio, I drum. I've got a drum practice pad as well. I'm going to get some more. So I've got, oh, do you know what I mean? I've yeah, couldn't, I, I, to, to be fair, 2020, I'm like, I'm going to learn to drum. So I'm going to have a little, yeah, ba- do it. I'm going to have a little bash of that because I really, I tried to do the guitar a few years ago and I struggled. I'm dyslexic and that. Mm. Just too much, it was too, too confusing. So I'm thinking, hmm. I always think, feel like I've got a bit. Of, I'm going to try the drums. So yeah. you never know. Let's let's, <laughs> let's see yeah, what that takes me. Let's see what that takes me. So, but for just fun, do you know what I mean? For fun. Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't end up replacing me. And we'll be all good. <laughs> You've no chance, mate. Have I? I've no, I've no chance of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that old get at the bat there on the drums? Oh, that's Kirk. Yeah. So, <laughs> what about you, Reese? What's uh, what's your input into everything? What's your views on life apart from Jesus walking in the desert? Oh man. I got loads of views, man. <laughs> um, don't know, man. I, I play the guitar, write songs, and yeah. chill out. You know, sometimes I trip and sometimes I don't trip, man. Everything's all cool. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it. Sounds good. Life, so- life, life, life's good. Life's good. I was, I was born at one point, and one day I'll save you from all your sins. Yeah, you're very deep, aren't you, man? You're very deep. I think you're deep in your thinking. I like that. I like that. Maybe I am. Maybe I don't know. So, so have you got any? Who sort of you, did you admire in the music? Because you've all become musicians, but probably because, not because because you love music, but you've seen someone or heard a band and gone, "Wow, I love that! I couldn't, I'd love to do that." Is, did, who influenced you? It was Bob Dylan. Ah, okay, yeah, cool. I get that. I'm, I like that. Yeah, why not? If you're going to be influenced by someone, it's got to be someone like that, hasn't it? Who's, well, that's what I thought, man. I, I always play guitar. I mean, I, I was reading about Bob Dylan and. Turns out he wrote his own music, so I thought, oh, well, he's pretty good at it, so I will be too. <laughs> so do you do you do you write songs between you all, or is it one person writes one song? One, what? How does that process? So I'm always interested in that pro process of the putting it together. You know what I mean? Putting the ideas together. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't really write together. We, you know, we jam and stuff, but we 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 write songs separately, really. Hmm. But. The rule of form is whoever has the song gets the final say on how it sounds, you know. So whoever song it is mm. is in charge of that song. So. That's interesting. That that's it. Yeah, I was, I was wondering. I was wondering that because obviously you could create something, and then I've interviewed a band recently, and they the the guy who wrote the music wrote the music, and he went off out to go somewhere, and the other two man, band members while I was away created the track <laughs> like two naughty yeah. children but the track was banging when he finished but that's interesting because obviously if you've if you're all very creative there's going to be a potentially a uh, clash 
at some point going, well, I don't want it like that. I want this and that. So if you've, if that's the way you've set it, you set your stall out, that's pretty good because you know that, don't you? I've written these words. All oh, right, okay, you're going to decide. That's a good way of yeah, doing that's it. Yeah, that's it. No, you know, no, I'm not going to tell anyone how their song should sound. Man. We know better than anyone else, so it's all good. Yeah. It all comes down to respect. We all respect each other. We respect each other's uh, abilities as well. Like, for example, if, say, I don't know, say if Liam had an idea about the drums and wanted to tell Sean something, Sean would take it on. And if I wanted to um, like, say something to Reese about a little guitar part, do you know what I mean? If you do think about different creative ideas, we'll take it on. But at the end of the day, we all um, trust each other with yeah. their own sort of instruments as well. So we know they're, they're, everyone's in the right position. Everyone knows what they're doing. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what I want to do now. I want to play another track, but what I might do, instead of playing it at the end, I'm going to play your latest track, which is The Day Song, I believe. That's the latest one, isn't it? That yeah. is, man. That yeah. is. So um, I'll tell you what, we'll play this, and then we'll have a little chat about it when it's uh, when it's over. So uh, this is The Day Song. Get your lugs around this.
That is banging. Now, if your next tracks are any anything like that, that is on fire, guys. That is on fire. Who wrote that? I did, mate. That was me. That's brilliant. Because it changes a couple of times in that track, and there's a couple of key changes in, in it. And there's one bit, it sounds a bit like Cooley Shaker or something, the sound and the bit of the vibe and the guitar's going, wow, 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 it's freaking brilliant. And then the drum solo towards the end, that has got everything thrown at it. I like. I really like that. Drum solo is the best part, mate. No, you, well, it's all together. It's a combination of that. No, it's good that drum solo. You can, I can Thank just you. see him do it at the back, but the guitar bit and everything, the change is brilliant. The vocals, great. Really good, really good. And if that's a taste, flavour of the next stuff that's coming, well, wonderful. Yeah, you wait, mate, you wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to it. I just, there's that much there's that much to absorb at the moment. It's just frightening. But yeah, I'm looking forward to your stuff, your, your new stuff coming out as well. And that'll be, that'll be great. That'll be great. So, we, so when when do you think your new EP or album, whatever, you, however you're going to release, are you going to release it as an EP then? Or are you going to release a load of tracks or, or singles? There's, there's, there's no point, mate. You, you, people do EPs and albums. The only, the only time when you meant to, when there's any point in doing that is when you're on a label and you're going to get money from it. You know, you, it's, you're better off in this day and age. You release your songs and make sure you get it on the streaming. Make sure you share it. It doesn't need to be in an album. As long as the songs are out there and people can hear it. Yeah, we, we yeah. I, I had that discussion with another band, uh, Steve Bonham and The Long Road, and they're older musicians. They've been going, one of them's played with Saxon, and so they're, they're yeah, you know, yeah. They're my age, they're older than me, I think. Um, might be doing a disservice there, but anyway, they're, they're of an age, and they, even they were saying it's changed years ago. You used to release an album, then an EP, and they said, you know, they release shorter. They'll instead of releasing an album of 14, 15 tracks, they'll release three EPs, and then they started talking about the. The, the people releasing releasing tracks now that are a minute long because that's Instagram and what and uh, and and t you said there's there's artists out there releasing one minute tracks because they can put it on Instagram and you think wow that is changing things it'll be fourteen Crazy, it? be fourteen Crazy. second tracks next won't it you know what I mean for uh, all the well, stuff that's it, you know I mean that, that's what something we'd be doing but if you think about it if we if we get five songs and we put it on an EP. People are only going to listen to the first two. Yes. You know, and that's it. And then, what? so what about the three songs? Whereas if you release them all separately, that's five songs that you can release from every other month. It's the modern age of, of listening on demand, streaming. Yeah. So what ha yeah. tends to happen, especially for, for me as a, as a presenter, as well as the other presenters on the station, we're obviously looking for notifications of new music. So we do shows that are new music shows. I do a country show, and I'm always looking for what I play all the latest tracks. So if, I don't know, Fred Fred releases a, releases an album in January, I might find the first track. And if he doesn't release any more of the singles, I've forgotten about it and I've moved on. Do you know what I mean? And there you go. And that's it. That's, that's how the world turns at the moment, man. Yeah, you've you, got... You've yeah. yeah. going with it, really. I mean, I'd love to do an album, man. One day I will. One day I will, but... Yeah. And it goes straight to number one. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, you you play in the you play in the game. You play into the modern way of people consuming. You know, shopping's changed the way people consume music, uh, lifestyle yeah, yeah. shopping, whatever it is, um, is moving on. You've got to move with those times. If you don't, you'll get left behind, won't you? That's um, it. It's got to be quick and it's got to be ready and it's fair, man. Yeah. We're the fast food of rock and roll. Oh, there you go, fast food of rock and roll. Get fat on this stuff, guys. Get fat on this. It's brilliant. <laughs> Can I get that on a t-shirt? 
We had a fast food of rock and roll. Yeah, I want to own that. I like that. That should be the name of one of your next tracks. It should be. I'm going to put that in a song, mate. I've said it before anyone, so no one's having it. <laughs> and it's interesting because the stuff comes up in all interviews that's, that's uh, little cues to other ones that I did, and it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But yeah, playing, playing, it's difficult, and it's difficult to be, be, a, uh, you know, get discovered. Whatever you're doing, you know, get because there's that much activity going on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's just a constant stream. Of, of information, and it it can be overwhelming, really overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, really can, man, really yeah. can. You've got all the tracks on there. People need to go and check your other tracks that are on Spotify. And where can people find your other stuff? The Spotify, which a lot of people gravitate towards. So we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon, we're on Apple Music, we're on YouTube. But the main song, I think, the main songs, I think people, um, the main way people sort of listen to us <clears throat> is the main sort of streaming, Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah. Um, our next goal is to try get our music out there to the masses. So I know at the minute we have a set, like dedicated, dedicated set of fans, which are always there at the gigs. They're always sharing our music. They're yeah. always telling other people about us. And sometimes these things take a little bit of time. Do you know what I mean? But the mm. songs are there, and um, things things will catch on eventually. But for example, um. One of our songs, Nice and Easy. Um, people come up to me, like friends of friends, can people sing that sing that to us just randomly because it's so catchy and it sticks in their head. Yeah. And if things like that keep happening, and I think one of the main things is word of mouth. Things will come. Things will come. Yeah, they will. You've got to be persistent at it. If that's what your fans are singing to you, let's do that. And that must be great if they do a gig and they can stop singing and the crowd sings you back to them. That must be the biggest compliment you could ever receive. That must give you... A bit of a glow, wasn't it? Definitely, definitely, and that's the, I think that's the big goal for all sort of um, bands or artists to interact with that crowd and get that feeling because there is no other feeling like it. Mm. That's why uh, that's why we love performing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Sort of like a like a natural high, that natural buzz. Yeah. I can, I, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I'd obviously never perform. I've done, a, I do public speaking and stuff like that. But I can imagine the the feeling, you, the real time feeling you get back from doing that stuff is is priceless. You can't put a finger on it, can you? I come out of a classroom yeah. or a or a university and and or a sixth form, and I, I'm I am buzzing because the reaction that I get. Sometimes I don't get any reaction, and that's awful. And that's because they're not interested. It's just they don't want to be embarrassed to be in front of their friends. But I, I, I got someone come up to me last year after me doing a, 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 ch a talk the year before, and it inspired him to go off and start his business. For me, that was, like, worth... You know what I mean? If someone had said, here's, here's a grand, or here's this, this conversation, and I took the conversation because it was just... It was, it was priceless, priceless. People oh, take your money, mate. <laughs> if someone can take something away from the gigs, and that's all we ask for. Yeah, exactly. Well, I did, and I'm sure lots of other people are going to see you. I urge people to go and see, go to go and see bands that they don't know, and and go and see them, and go and check them out. Or when they go into these big, the big gigs, and there's or festivals, and oh yeah, the headliners on at nine o'clock at night. Go and check some of the guys out of the plane at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, because you'll find the bloody good. They're bloody good, and they're only there because they've not been discovered. They're not there because they're no good. They're not. They're, they've been put on that stage because someone thinks they deserve to be on that stage. Uh, and I urge yeah. people to go and check you out. Do, do, do you guys go and see any any other bands? You go. Do you, do you consume music with other artists? Well, I'm going to Glastonbury sometime next week, so I'm gutted about that having to delay it another year. Mm. But yeah, we're always at gigs, even local gigs as well. Yeah, local gigs from from Coventry, anywhere. 
any type of music we're into, not just that one specific type of music, we're open to everything. I mean, yeah, enjoy exploring and uh, seeing different acts. Mm. Because that, that, that could also influence what you're doing. If you're stuck in one genre, you, you're stuck in the genre, you oh, I'm only going to play this. I'm only into rock or I'm only into indie or whatever. But going yeah, out... Really like people changing with the times. you got to change. you got to keep developing as artists, as um, as musicians. That's why the people such as, like, I don't know, David Bowie, um, these big bands, the Rolling Stones, they can come up with different uh, creative ideas and almost change their persona in a way. Mm. more david bowie do you know what i mean yeah definitely definitely. definitely there's a few artists like that and in madonna you know whether you like her or not she's from her early 80s to what she does still performing now but she's changed and developed as time's gone on you know elton john's the same move with the times he's he's always got that sort of vibe with him but he has changed his music style and and kept people going that's good if you have got to keep changing because it's fast paced isn't it Taste fast food Fast food, fast food. <laughs> also, well, not on a shirt. <laughs> I think you're better than fast food. You know, sometimes there's a need for you, but you are better. You are better than fast food. You better. You your quality food done quick. Aren't you? I'm trying to think what I could relate you to, but you're definitely not. You're, de- you're definitely not fast food. Should we? Uh, should we have? Should we have another track? We'll have that nice and easy then, and uh, and then we'll come back and have a bit of a chat about whatever else is going on. This is the one that people sing back to you. I wanna know 
Right, there we are. Back in the room. Don't know, they're all, they're, they're all your tracks are slightly different, aren't they? They all got a diff, bit of a different feel to them, but they, 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 they're, they're accomplished tracks. They're not like, because um, you've not got hundreds and hundreds of tracks, you've just you've got a few tracks out, and yeah. all of them are worthy of being on there. They're really they're really, really cool. I, I, I like it. It's, good. it's been great getting to know you guys as well. I've I'm, uh, definitely got to come and see you, definitely got to have a beer with you. I think definitely, I'm definitely got to have a drink with you because I think you won't sleep for two days, mate. Well, I'm getting that. I'm getting that vibe. Let me know when Reese isn't going out, and we'll go out because I think it'll be a lot quieter. <laughs> oh, brilliant! It really, it's really cool. It's it's, it's nice. It's wonderful to see people passionate about what they produce and what they and what they're doing. So who wrote who wrote that one? Then nice and easy. That was me again, mate. Again, just wrote that one night, and then the next day recorded it, man. Really, that quick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is we were going to do more to it. Um, the mix was never fully finished, man. But it just sounded. We didn't want to touch anything more. It does, yeah, but it doesn't need it. It's got a. It's got a. Yeah. It's got a, a genuine. Not. It's not raw because it sounds professional. But it's got a genuine rawness to it. It's not got too yeah, much. Yeah. It's. It's. It is. Well, not processed. It's yes. It's nice. Yeah. And, it's nice and it sounds genuine. That's the word I was looking for. So it sounds like a genuine, genuine, it, genuine track, which is great. No, it's just nice and easy, man. Nice and easy. That's the title of the track, nice and easy. But it is one of those tracks you could just pop on and just listen to it, couldn't you? And it's got, yeah. the, it's got the right beat, the right feel to it. And even if you didn't know all the words, you know, nice and easy, da, da, you're on it straight away, aren't you? You're in it. There you go, mate. There you go. So that's it. That's that's good. And it's great when you can do that, when you can produce something that just happens, doesn't it? Some of the greatest tracks you ever hear, people wrote them on, the back, on a bus on the back of a bloody envelope or something in about, you know, yeah. on the journey and then produced it. That's good when you can do that. That's 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 yeah, the, story, the story behind that track was Kirk. It was actually last year, obviously, when Sean and Reese were in their final year of uni. And they could book out the musical music studios um, whenever they wanted the recording studios. So mm -hmm. we were in there all the time throughout when from when they were at uni from year one to yeah. year three. Just one day basically. Went in one day, but what we're we gonna do today? And came up with nice and easy at the end. So it was quite um we were quite not shocked, but surprised at how um how well it came out. Yeah, and um, how much people enjoyed it as well, just from that one day. Yeah, that's great, and and that's another thing, isn't it? You know, when you think about you, you're at uni and you've got those facilities to use to produce that, because that'd cost you a fortune to go to a record recording studio and produce it. And yeah, yeah. You know, to do exactly. that, that's 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 superb. But yeah, to I'll keep trying to go back for a master just so we can have it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? It might cost you a few quid. It'd be about nine grand. But um, you know, what I mean, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, is it year a year that now? Is it nine grand a year? Something ridiculous. Something like, like, like that. Something like that. Yeah, I'm still paying that song off now, technically. Well, I, I'm not. I did a master's in 2012 when I was 40. Oh, right, there was 44, you go. but it was no music. It was just graft. <laughs> it was no fun. Yeah. It was it was a part time thing, so it was no fun. I didn't get the uni vibe. I didn't get the uni stuff. It was like go go for a couple of days and come home again. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, why not? Uh, you'll probably find someone who's got a studio somewhere you can go and uh, go and work. So that's the, well, that's a good point, a good question actually. So what do you do now for studio space? Do you is your, is your studio you use somewhere? Well, yesterday when we were recording, um, a friend of ours called Sam mm -hmm. owns a studio called rts studios and it's uh in a pretty cool place it's in his attic right nice nice Sam is real there chilled out hippie guy um good vibes that type of person yeah so we went there from half 12 yesterday and we come up with a new track called the spoons right um, and 
we, we only went on, only went in there just to record an acoustic track. Ended up with djembes, bongos, um, floor toms, shakers, uh, harmonicas, harmonies. It was um, it's a real different track. Uh, the vibe sort of imagine like a um, like a Vietnam sort of Rolling Stones esque wow sort of um, yeah. track. So, so was that influenced by the by the guy at the studio? Then did he did he throw all that in? Was that his was that his idea, or did you just find all this stuff and start using it? I don't know. What say that again? Sorry, it definitely, definitely helped having Sam there. Yeah, because um, yeah, because obviously he he enjoys that type of music as well, and he's uh, got a good relationship with him. So it was it was chilled out, and if he came up with anything, he could tell us, and uh, vice versa. That's good, that because you've got an, oh. you've got an outside of you on something, haven't you, or a different slant on it, which will change the dynamic of it and might be something you never thought of. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. He, he just kept kept saying like, "Oh, it's got such a Woodstock feel." Yeah, so, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I've I've got this vision of the guy now out of Simpsons that drives the bus. Is he like him? <laughs> Who is that's him, him man. <laughs> like that's him? him. Yeah, I'm heavy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could get you in trouble. Watch yourselves, lad. It's not, it's not big and it's not clever. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> what's what he's putting in his cigarettes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that sounds sounds to me like you're somewhere you're going to go again and, and and work with. By the sounds of it. If you. Oh yeah, man. And anyone listening, get in touch with him, man, because it's he's good, man. Yeah. Well, and it's called Moonbase. Right. Well, if you can send me all the links to your stuff and stuff like him, I'll add it to our, I'll add it to the station. Yeah. And then great, because if anyone's in Coventry and looking for that sort of uh, recording studio, then we can, we can point them in that direction. Can't we? Definitely, man. They're the places to go, mate. Yeah. You, you want that? You want something? We've got friends down in uh, Bristol who do another puzzle maker studios and they produce a lot of artists work country stuff. And, uh, that's got a nice vibe to it, a nice feel to it. So I get what you get what you're saying. That's cool. Where are you based in, Kurt? Uh, Nuneaton, man. Nuneaton. Were you born there, were you? Are you always from this area? No, I'm from Manchester originally. Yeah, I thought so. Northern yeah. accent. Ah, uh, no, can't help it. Not lived there since 1999. I lived in Holland, Doncaster, um, Preston, and Nuneaton twice. I've been twice here. <laughs> so yeah. So you started off in Holland, and then you went just all the way back down to Nuneaton, just going from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah, Manchester, Holland, and then back in, back back up, and then came back down again. That's it. How well, can you live in Holland? Uh, work. Uh, yeah, it's a good interview, this, isn't it? Uh, I worked for a supply chain company, XL Logistics, and ended up going, helping set up the Reebok Distribution Centre for Europe. And uh, just, outside Rot- cool, just outside Rotterdam, at Euroports, where I met my wife, and... Uh, Let's just say it was a bit of a blast. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> that, that was yeah. like 20 years, you know, 1999. We worked hard and we played hard and we worked hard and then we played hard. It was a, it was a really good... I prefer Rotterdam to Amsterdam. I think Rotterdam's more my kind of vibe. It's not less touristy, but um, really good. Really enjoyed it over there. Really got lots of friends over there. So it might be second home, but yeah. And then you come back for work and all the rest of it. So that's, I'm, I'm down here because of work as well. So that's how I ended up down yeah. there. And did, were you were like involved in music when you were in Holland as well, or is that just something recent? No, I wasn't. I've always loved music since being about eleven year old. I used to play lots of music, listen to stuff, collect records, and um, wanted to be 
I always wanted to be on the radio or do something with music, but never, never thought how I could do it. It wasn't as easy as it is now. Um, no. Found out I was dyslexic at 44, quit my job, started a business, went to university, did a master's degree, started doing podcasts about po uh, dyslexia. And then a few years ago, I was lucky enough to start doing a show on a station. And then in 2017, I went, you know what? Why am I doing this for someone else? Let's do it for ourselves. So that's why I yeah. That's when, yeah, that's when the station was born, something I love and enjoy, and um, my consultancy business I just put to one side and focused focused on uh, doing this because I love it. No, so. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what people need to do, find their passion and go for it. And that's well, what we're doing. Exactly, and that's the biggest message from anything from today or from any other thing that interacts with people is I always say focus on what you're passionate about. Yeah, money's important, but... If you're not doing something you're passionate about, money will no amount of money will make will motivate you to enjoy it. And yeah. you know, it's it's find and that's my message to people that have got dyslexic kids, don't worry the dyslexic. Get them to focus on something they like. They'll be creative, they might be in a band, they might be an artist, they might do all sorts of weird and wonderful things just because they can't they struggle with the academic side. It's not a not yeah. they're mm -hmm. not the world's not ended. Find out what you're passionate about because life life is too short to not yeah. be enjoying what you're doing. Word. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Should we squeeze another track in before we finish? Because we're well into the show. Um, is there any particular track we've not... I did have, uh, were, were you gone? We can listen to a little bit of it. Just a, just a, a snippet. Over it, man. And then we'll, and then, and then we'll come back and, finish, and round up, yeah? Yeah, man. Cool. So that's a little uh, teaser for people listening. I go and check it out. That is brilliant. I like that. That's why I had it on the track. I had to slip some of it in, didn't I? We're fast running out of time because we've got an hour and we're, it's nearly coming to an end. But where can where can people? I think we've talked about it before, but we'll say it again. Where can people find you? Where can people get hold of you? What's the best way? So if they think I like this band, 
how did it get you? So, first of all, if you like us, please come and see us live because that's the full experience and that's where I think we thrive. Yeah, definitely. Um, enjoy it the most. Secondly, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, other social media such as uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Wild, and sorry, and Twitter. Yeah. If you type in Wild Coventry Band, you'll find us anywhere. Cool. That's wonderful because it's important. Yeah, and you're right. And I'm glad you've said that. Go and see uh, see you live because, and that's why we do the interviews as well because. The, the great you can play a load of tracks and people yeah oh, this is all right this is all right but then when they know about the story or they see you perform or they see what you're about and see characters mm-hmm. i think it adds a, a totally different dimension to to what you do what you what who you are as a as a individuals so that's yeah. uh, i wish you all the success in the future can't wait to can't wait to meet up with you again can't wait to see you live i'm definitely going to come and see you keep in touch with the station and i know one or two of the other presenters I've got you on their playlist. So I know we've got some new presenters, other presenters from Manchester. They do indie and rock, emerging rock bands, emerging indie bands, and they're going to be showcasing as well. I know you've been on the indie disco. So we're fans. We are fans. We're, we are. We might bring a minibus ourselves. We've got quite a few groups to go and see. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you end up towards Leeds, definitely we'll get the Manchester crew over there. And uh, we'll come up and see you. We might we might have a bit of a trip out because, well, we've said this to a few bands now, so we're going to be busy. When the bands open, bands get out and about again, we're going to be busy as a team because we're going to have to go and meet everyone up, which is important. Good, good. So what, before you go, what advice would any of you give to anyone thinking of getting into this crazy business? Um, if you're going to form a band, um, do it because you enjoy it and have fun with it. Mm. What about you, Sean? Yeah, no, just do it because it's the best thing on the planet, easily. Like, gigging, the feeling, making friends, you yeah. know what I mean? Just touring with your mates, like, as you can't beat it. Yeah. Anything you've got to add, Reese? Anything poetic or, you know, out there? Just keep keep, keep the peace, man, and keep the love. <laughs> I, lo- it, I love him. He should be in The Simpsons as well, should he? <laughs> 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 I love you, but I love you guys. I think you, you're all different characters. You're all different people, and but together you just you just work. You just work as a as as a collective. And uh, yeah, like I said, I wish you all the success for the future. Keep in touch with Dougie Stone Radio. We're here to support yeah. you. Anything we can do from this end, please let us know. Please share it. Keep sharing your music, and keep creating it as well. Because it's good. Always, mate. Always. All the best for you, man. You take care. Yes. Good luck with your radio, man. Keep it going, man. Oh, definitely. Really good. It's nothing. As we say, nothing stops the train. That's true, man. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, yeah, definitely go and check them out. Wild, facing Coventry. Great guys, honestly. Wonderful. If you're listening on the station, thanks for tuning in. Please keep it Dougie Stone Radio. If you listen on SoundCloud or on our blog, please come and join us on Dougie Stone Radio. Got lots of music, lots of shows. Oh, yeah. And we're only here to entertain you. We're a no-news station, by the way. So if you know of any artists we should interview, know, like, or love, go to Dougie Stone Radio Facebook group drop a link on there or go to Dougie Stone Radio website and go to the artist submission tab sounds your music we'll have a quick check of it if we like it we'll get behind it until next time see ya
Are you ready to get fit as fork? Want to lose weight and get fitter without counting calories, points, sins, or any of that shit? By concentrating on when you eat, you'll be amazed at the results. Get fit as fork from £20 per month. Get started via the Fit as Fork Facebook page. Let's forking go!